0: Four months since the last time we posted an episode. Uh, Lots has happened for me, like in terms of clothes um, and fashion and things. I have learned a shit ton about cutting, sewing. I'm really sitting next to a sweet sewing machine child of mine right now. Um, I have my first ever garment in production right now. It's only for myself. And like oh my one, God. one sample. But if the general public is interested, once it is in my hands, then who knows? What are you making? Uh, it's, it's very complicated to explain, and I will send you photos, secret things we cannot share yet. Um, But yeah, it's, it's great. Uh, I have also been writing a bunch of articles for this company, and what else? Social media stuff. Yeah, lot of fashion things going on. Been sketching a whole lot more, but now I'm sounding boring. So Benny, your turn.
1: Um, I think right now my fashion journey has been pretty stagnant. I have exams literally next stagnant. week, like my my final like IB board exams and that's not going well. Obviously, we have a lot to study for it. Yeah. And yeah, I've just been stressed out. I did, however, make a skirt that day. Like I was just bored at home and I was finding <laughs> any excuse to not study. So I found these like ugly ass cargo pants I had, and they had some like elastic at the waistband. So now I was like, you know what? Like, I might as well just do it now. Because I was thinking about, like, turning it into a skirt anyways. So, then I just started cutting. And then I hand-stitched it. So, I was really proud of that.
0: That's really good, dude. I mean, if there was elastic on the waistband, then that means you don't have to make darts and shit, which is obviously easier. Yeah, but but then
1: also, like, I couldn't add buttons or anything. So... I had to mm. like create this like flap folding thing so that it would like stay on my waist without falling down.
0: Oh shit. That's cool. I mean, I remember you sent me a photo and I was at this ghastly
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Bombay fashion week. Um
1: oh, oh yeah, you went to Fashion Week. How was it? It
0: was it was okay. I mean uh it was it was fine. Like it Nothing's really stood out to me. I mean, here here's my biggest complaint. Okay, there were two big issues. First of all, I'm a big, like, fan of the craftsmanship and, like, handiwork and stuff we have in India. And we've had it going on for, like, thousands of years, especially, like, basic shit, you know, like, indigo dyeing or really quality quilting and shit like that, right? And everyone yeah. around the world is trying to replicate that, um you know, in like Paris and London and Japan and in India itself, we're sitting around trying to be what these foreign brands were 10 years ago, which is like, dude, you live in the country of like, you know, where draping and clothing has reached such a level of excellence in so many places. And you're still sitting around trying to build like the next H&M, Like, come on, man. That was my first complaint. Second one, there was this fucking brand. I'm not even going to say, you know what, fuck it. It was called Kazo, okay? And they aim, this is what they said, dude. This is what they said. They aim to look at fast fashion trends and bring them to life in India, which basically means they're going to use cheap labor and horrible working conditions to produce t-shirts and pants which you can wear for two weeks and throw away and add even more onto the serious fashion waste problem we have going on but
1: I mean, I mean as fashion people like we obviously see how bad that is but if you look at it from a business standpoint like this is a very like untapped industry especially like if they're showcasing at fashion week then clearly they're like on something right um as I was saying to you before, remember when I was in Shimla and I was like literally like everyone's here is wearing like low rise jeans and like mm. y 2 k style clothing. So it's already been so like popularized in India now and it's so mainstream. And after Shein got banned, like this is mm. like this is a new like business opportunity for tons Yeah, of people. I mean that's
0: obviously what they're trying to do. Like they're trying to be the next Shein and Which is, I mean, that's basically disgusting because like every aspect of it is bad except for the company itself. And I mean, I can't be like, oh, don't build a successful business because obviously it will succeed, right? But it just becomes disappointing when you look at just how far everywhere else is going. And then you look at India and you just like think we have so much potential, but we're still stuck 20 years behind. And it's just like, you know, you know, it's just like I used to hear when I was a youthful child. Oh, Karam, you have so much potential, but you don't use it.
1: Youthful child.
0: But, all right, fine. Maybe child implies youthful. But my point is, I was always told that I had a lot of potential, but I never utilized it. And that is exactly how I feel about the current state of passion design in this country. For the most part, there are a few fantastic designers who I will uh, link in the caption. Oh, also, Rene, I was thinking, we should make a pot, not a pod, fuck. <laughs> we should make a, um. we should make a playlist, a vein playlist that we up- update, like, monthly.
1: So what would be in this playlist?
0: Hopefully music. I mean, like, just shit that we like, that is, I mean, we can't just,
1: Yeah, I mean, that could be cool, you know, we could have like other episodes of podcasts like fashion related that we listen to.
0: Oh, yeah, we could do that. That's a really good idea. And we also throw in music and stuff because obviously music has a huge role in terms of fashion. Speaking of which, fashion and famous people met Gala.
1: You know, literally, when we started recording, I was like, the last episode, or I think like a few episodes ago, we spoke about the 2021 Met Gala and now we're oh, talking bruh. about the next one. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a little uh, too long. We can't even begin to address the set. I mean,
0: dude, like, I kind of realized that people who are, like, super into fashion do not even talk about the Met Gala at, at this point because, because like, it's
1: like... embarrassing. it's, like, embarrassing. It's, like, a very mainstream event that everyone's yeah. going to share their opinions on even yeah, though they clearly yeah. don't know. And... So when I was like looking at some of those like Met Gala outfits and obviously everyone's reposting around on their stories, they like, I like this, I like that. I was literally just getting pissed off because half these people, they don't like understand the cultural significance of any of these outfits they are wearing. And I understand that it's a Met Gala, like people are obviously going to say stuff. But like, mm. why are you pretending like you know everything about fashion? Like you can just appreciate oh. an outfit and like not know anything about it and still be like, oh, I really like it, and no one's gonna say anything. But if you pretend like you're some fashion historian right now, like that is really annoying.
0: Yeah. And I mean, like I don't look at these uh galas and shit anymore in terms of clothing because no longer are they the places where people get uh, ideas and execute new shit. You know, like it's just
1: oh, absolutely, oh, I, it's like I an surprise? outlet.
0: Yeah, it's, it's an like, outlet su- for
1: designers yeah. to just showcase whatever like that the they're new working stuff on right now. Have.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it's like oh wow, Iris van Herpen at the Met Gala again. Okay, I mean I love Iris. I love her work, but like, am I shocked to see it at the Met Gala? No. Am I shocked to see Louis Vuitton sponsoring four really famous people in clothes we've seen over like the past six months on their Instagram? No. it's not it, That's exactly what it is. It's not even like, oh, it's, it's disappointing or it's bad. Because sure, some of the fits were really good. Like uh, Will Welch, I believe is his name, editor of GQ, pulled up in a full Chrome Hearts fit. And that was actually like really good. Because when Chrome Hearts does Mm. something good, they do it like really well. When they do it badly, then that's another story. But like
1: I feel like with Chrome hearts, it's like the line between just like looking like every other streetwear brand and then creating some like really like amazing craftsmanship.
0: I'm waiting for the Chrome hearts hype to die down, man. I I want so many things (laughs) from that brand. It's coming, bro. It's coming, and this this is where I take advantage of trend cycles because I obviously don't care. But it's it's nice to it's nice to think that oh, sooner or later these jeans will be super cheap because nobody will want to buy them anymore. Or this this namely this chrome hearts jewelry will be well not super cheap. <laughs> It'll be expensive, but not yeah, as but expensive. Yeah, but
1: comparatively,
0: yeah.
1: I've been looking at chrome hearts sunglasses that I've been wanting for a really long time. So. Yeah,
0: I, I love having like grails that I'm, I am tell myself yeah, God, I'm one day, one day and it's just like, it's not gonna happen but you know, maybe Um, tell me Renee, if you could have oh, this is a good question name, like, this is not oh, if you could have any item, but name a designer or like a piece by a designer right now that you really like and that you want or that you, like, are looking to get or whatever. Because um, I would
1: think of one. Since I can't really think of anything at the top of my head right now, something that I would always want, like, every day of my life is going to be anything by Marcella, Especially, like, mm. Dabby boots.
0: Oh, one yeah. Day. Davies, man. They I was do thinking
1: Davies. about this. Um, so, in your objective opinion, who is, like, your favorite designer?
0: Iko Kostadinov. Really? Yeah. That man has done things to my heart, bro. <laughs> I, I finally got something from Kiko, the, like, a couple months back. Um, oh, the shoes? The shoes. And, like, then, I mean, before that, I was doing so much. It started with his, with these pants called his Bindra pants. And you can, like, look them up. They're, like, fucking, like, in, they're so simple. But they're so cool, and he he's like this next level of like using basic cuts and pleats and like knots and stuff to make the most like gorgeous clothes, and they're like this futuristic as fuck. But at the same time, they're so modern and so relevant, and like ah, dude, like I'm blushing thinking about this. (laughs)
1: um that like it reminds me of a lot of these like japanese instagram designers i see and like Mm. obviously the whole instagram account is in japanese so i don't even like know the name of of oh my
0: god i follow so many of these um one second if you can't hear me right now i'm getting my water bottle but i follow so many of these pages where it's just this japanese dude who is just posting the most insane fits? And I'm looking at the caption, like scratching my head, like what
1: like the-? I can't, I can't understand it. But it's I always save them. Like I have a whole folder and mm-hmm. in stuff. But...
0: <laughs> Me too. Um,
1: th- I saw these one pair of jeans, and I don't know how to explain it, but they were like slit on the side, and then the top of the jean was like inverted.
0: Hmm. don't I, I know what you're talking about.
1: I mm. I was really sad.
0: Where it's like the whole gene is upside down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, But Super it's like cool.
1: triangularly cut. So at the yeah, I don't so, know how to explain it. Like
0: no, no, I think we both know exactly what you're talking about. But, but I don't know. I think that, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. So yeah, dude, there's there are so many fantastic sources of inspiration. What's what I have been getting into a lot are Chinese designers. And um, I actually, at the beginning of this year, made a little prediction to myself that this would be the year of Chinese design. Because, I mean, we've gone through so many amazing examples of like vintage craft and don't even get me started. I will be so excited when Indian uh, traditional stuff, not like kurtas and shit, but like kantha fabrics and indigo dyeing Mm. and all that fun stuff becomes a part of like modern wear in the rest of the world but i think there's so many fantastic chinese designers for example there is this little brand uh on instagram called veer uh, fuck i don't even know how to pronounce it it's like v-e-r-k-r-a-c-h-t and when just i first saw it. this I... huh
1: just link it in the episode description. good yeah
0: thing. yeah i'll link it And it's just like another one of those brands, which is just does these super simple things. And this is not like a standout brand or like anything fantastic, but it's just these, like, it's so cool. And then of course there's Ziggy Chen, who is a fantastic designer. Um, He does insane work with dyes and with even his like, even his product advertisements are on another level. Um, But yeah chinese design Chinese designers, especially, are having a really good year. Um I have been looking at a lot of them, and I mean I'm sorry, Modi, but like <laughs> these these guys are on another level. so
1: reminding me of someone who made a T-shirt with a bullet and oh, Modi's head, but okay
0: yeah, hey, man. we don't got to talk about who that was <laughs> and if it was me, but
1: may or uh, may not. Pay?
0: Yeah, I decided to make that into a, um, like a screen for printing, so that if I want to like go and like put it on a wall, I can, but I am not trying to get killed, so I'm not going to do that, <laughs> <laughs> especially after publicly admitting that I am the author, I mean, artist. But yeah, what else, René?
1: in terms of um I've been watching Bridgerton and Mm -hmm. (laughs) the so the costuming obviously is not very like era accurate but it's especially in like season two for the Indian like characters I was just looking at the fabrics that they were wearing and it's like as you said before right when you think of Indian fashion from like a western standpoint like everyone's probably just going to think of like the Paisley print, which by yeah. the way, the Paisley print is named like by the town of Paisley. And those people literally just stole the print from India and started like manufacturing. Average, average white people. Move. They <laughs> um, but yeah. So speaking of Indian designers, who is your favorite?
0: Mm, okay. So I have a lot who I really, like, have a lot of respect for. One is a really small brand called Karu Research. So uh, they basically make, like, they, they're they actually fucking, like, insane. Like, they sell on Essence and Mr. Porter and, like, in Selfridges and shit. Um, and it's one of the first brands out of India that I am, like, really just, like, Impressed, right? There's like a lot of pieces over here that if I could buy them, I would. But the designer has adopted that route of like, I'm gonna make like nice, really well-crafted stuff, but then he also sells it for like a thousand dollars a jacket and shit like that. But I mean, it sells. It's sold out everywhere. He, if you check out the page, because I will, I will link it. Um, it's followed by like, uh, GQ editors and. Uh, Liz Foster, um, and a bunch oh. of other, yeah, oh. but it's, it's really cool, man. He uses, like, Ajrak and, uh, Kantha fabrics, and I mean, like, I, this is just one of those examples of when you, when you really understand a country's, okay, maybe not really understand, like, I, I'm not a professional by any measure, right, but, um, in terms of knowledge about indian design like this is a comparatively a really really good example of knowing your craft knowing what happens in india and you know like stuff like kantha is not easy to make so it is expensive it is have a high production cost and shit like that um but you know he's selling abroad and he's bringing indian fabric in a modern sense to the rest of the world and that is a huge step in the right direction. So that's really cool.
1: You know, my mom would probably be the best person who I know to like talk to about Indian fashion, at least because like she's always been into fashion. She's always been doing things related to fashion. So I think I mentioned it before, but before her friend and her, they were like designing their store and stuff. Now it's short, but anyway, she like always shows me her phone, by the way, is just filled of, like, different designs that she's, like, screenshotted from anywhere, and mm-hmm. all these, like, Insta posts she's safe, she's like, oh, let's order from this place, I was like, they're probably trying to scam you, but um, she just keeps showing me a lot of Indian fashion designers and stuff, and it's really, like, oh, that's
0: really good.
1: Okay. Yeah. I, that's why, like, my mom and I just have different, like, creative visions, so to speak, like, I'm not that interested in Indian design obviously but Mm -hmm. I like keep telling her about like all these other cool designers I've seen they're like oh okay but I don't really care like how much do you know about Indian fashion about your heritage about your culture so I mean
0: for me like my goal at least because I am gonna go into fashion design is you know there is a lot of knowledge that is available in this country right we have some of the most amazing seamstresses and designers and people with creativity and everybody is so dedicated to their work especially in like rural towns and there's there's so much talent and there's so much like fucking commitment to this art that it's just like it would be a shame for me to go abroad and start designing like I am like just some other American or British dude You know what I mean? So while one day, if I am designing for a brand or for myself or anything, it will most likely not, like it's obviously not going to be traditional Indian clothing. It will have that Indian flair that, you know, something in there that thinks, oh yeah, that's from home, right? Mm -hmm. And that does not always have to be like, oh, I'm not going to include like a salwar kameez in my, you know lineup of clothing but i will probably include as i've mentioned all these certain dyeing techniques right because they originated in india and i think yeah. that's kind of where that understanding of your heritage comes from because being in love with fashion also means knowing where certain things come from and you know where things it's originated like and shit doing like that.
1: your research
0: yeah i think absolutely.
1: we are very fortunate to be like born in this community that appreciates Mm -hmm. art and like fashion so much like especially in India like even if you talk to any of our grandparents like they always have some story to share or some experience to give about
0: like dude my grandmother was a designer my mom is a designer and well we'll see what happens with me but I am so thankful that they like dragged me to these art museums and these art shows and things when I was a kid you know like I was the kind of kid who would be like dude why are they selling a Jackson Pollock painting for 10 million dollars I could make that in 30 minutes and starting with that outlook and then turning into someone who just appreciates every little detail in in art or some at least someone who tries to um it's like a huge character development um for the better for I think
1: better. it's been the same way for me more or less because my nanny is like family business is like they're into fashion they have like a sari store right now as well we just mm. visited it a few days ago but every time I go to my nani's house like they're always like my mom and like my marsy is like all of them are just always talking about clothes they're always looking at fabrics and so I think I really enjoy being in that environment but That's good, um my like introduction to like Western or modern fashion, it would be comparatively pretty recent, but I saw this analysis of Jacques Mousse on YouTube and I watched it. And after that, I was like, Oh my God, like what really inspired me more than the designs, because I really was not feeling the designs. Like it wasn't that good in my opinion, but what I, like enjoyed more than that was like the significance and like the small hints that each aspect mm-hmm. of the clothing has. So even yeah. when I look at Virgil's clothes, for example, yeah, like every yeah, yeah, small yeah. detail, like every symbolism, Dude, like that's yeah. what I like decoding the most.
0: Absolutely. And that is stuff that I try to include whenever I design something as well. I mean, there's two things I really like including. A is functionality and B is meaning. And so like if you look at Virgil's work, like the stuff he has on the zip all the way down to like how, what fat, what fucking stitch he's used to hem the bottom of a jacket and stuff like that. It's, it's, you know, people say like, oh, Virgil bridged streetwear with high fashion, but nobody really knows how. But the huge thing about high fashion is the fact that they apply meaning to everything that they make most of the time. And the way that Virgil was able to do that with streetwear is like, you know what I mean? Like, he.
1: Yeah, you can look at one garment of clothing and probably spend like hours and you still won't even understand like the full significance it has. Yeah. Yeah. But that's like really inspired me. Like, every time I do any sort of creative project, like, I love encrypting like certain hidden things like even my spam account like there's a lot of hidden details in there that I've i think only i will know no I, I have noticed knows.
0: certain <laughs> secrets and such
1: yes obviously nothing gets past you but um yeah i don't think like a lot of people are ever gonna get it and that's fine by me like it's just something I have to do for myself.
0: Exactly, dude. And I mean, that's like, the, that's when it gets fun, you know, like including shit on garments that only you know is there and that you put in for a specific purpose that because it like reminds you of the, I don't know, the butter chicken you used to eat when you were a kid or some bullshit <laughs> like that. And everybody's wearing it like, oh my God, look at this little flap here. What does it do? And you're just like, I know what it does. And, just, and just I'm like, not
1: going to tell you.
0: Yeah, it, it that's just another way to have fun with it. I mean, speaking of having fun with fashion, the other day I asked you, how do you get into fashion without wanting to off yourself? And I still don't have an answer. Because Nor this is I. this is a treacherous uh
1: once mind you're into fashion, like once you get into fashion, no matter what you're doing, it's always gonna stay with you. Yeah, and like, like no matter do. You could be doing anything and suddenly, like, anything could just remind you of one, like, archive picture you saw of some designer from, like, three years ago and be like, oh my god, I need to go see more now.
0: Yeah, it, it becomes an obsession and, like, it's romanticized a lot, but, like, there are some serious underlying problems. Like, I, like, fucking, I lost a lot of weight when I was younger for the sole reason to wear the clothes that I wanted to, and like you know, I mean, I guess that's positive, and it did, ha- it didn't happen in a, like a negative manner, but um, it's just like, uh, I guess here it is where that topic of fast fashion comes in again. If you're a consumer <laughs> of fast fashion, then you sort of ne- will you'll never be happy with the clothes you have because if you like fast fashion, then you like trends and if you have clothes that are out of trend by society standards, then you're know, not going to be happy and you're probably going to donate them or throw them away or, or whatever the fuck. Right. But the, you know, the good thing about once you get really deep into fashion is you start to develop a sense of your own style. And we've talked about this a hundred times, but um, I'm slowly getting there and I'm starting to think of clothes and pieces as not, Oh, do I, do do I think this will work with, current trends and shit but just asking myself how much do I really like this and with that you know the quality of things goes up like the attention to detail goes up and you just gain like a much better understanding of clothing but I was once at a point where all I wanted was to wear like whatever was new whatever was cool Um, because I was doing fashion at that point for other people You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Not entirely for myself.
1: Damn. That's... I don't know. Like, when I think about where I am right now, especially, like, in my style, it's like, right now, I could really, really like something, and tomorrow, I'd be like, what was I thinking? And I'm fine with that. But if people, like look at my creative process and they're like oh this doesn't make sense so this looks bad like it doesn't affect me obviously but like mm. the act of interfering with other people's like sort of creative process of getting somewhere like i've seen that happen a lot and with a lot of people yeah, that yeah, i know yeah. who are like into fashion and they could have like a really good idea and i might not think it's even good but they like really enjoy the idea and like even it it could be me they're talking (laughs) to and then I share like some sort of opinion they're like oh it's not good anymore and I'm like this is not how it was supposed to happen.
0: Yeah man I mean do you you think in two years I'll be as excited about Kiko Kostarinov trousers as I am right now? Probably but that's because he's a different (laughs) breed but will I be as excited about the clothes I'm making? Fuck no. It'll look like, oh my God, dude, what were you doing back then? Even though right now it's like, oh my God, I am so excited for this to get made so I can wear it, right? Everything's a part of a journey. I used to wear embarrassing outfits and I don't have any regrets about it because without those embarrassing outfits as stepping stones, I would not be onto my now slightly less embarrassing outfits or maybe more. Depends. But yeah, I agree. I don't think it's nice to interfere with other people's process. Um, But you know, sometimes if it's if it's really bad, you gotta do it. That's
1: necessary.
0: That's necessary.
1: Um, growing up, I definitely like when I was younger. My mom used to obviously shop for me and Uh, dress me up. And at that time, I was always dressing like very feminine. And like some people would just get me these like Ed Hardy t-shirts and like these. I I can't (laughs) remember, but there was this one like olive green t-shirt and a mom was like no you can't wear it it looks too like it looks like a boy's t-shirt and I was like oh okay but um those sort of things they just like stick with you you know and obviously now it's like I choose to incorporate certain of those silhouettes into my yeah. like styling just so I can experiment with it
0: Absolutely. And it's I think, like the
1: inner child in me is just like, damn, if only I could wear it the, back then.
0: The inner child is begging to wear men's clothing. Okay. Okay, Renee. Uh, <laughs> I When you said Ed Hardy, I was reminded of summer 2021. That is when I was like, I was at my Ed Hardy, Evie You know, that was was not really just me. Everybody in the world was super into that style. And I was in New York and I saw a bunch of it. And, you know, from that piece of like from that trend, I have maybe two pieces of clothing. However, I still wear both of those pieces of clothing because when I bought them, I wasn't thinking, oh, is this perfect, you know, to match the current trend of, you know, like super over the top like ed hardy t-shirts and shit or am i buying this because i really like it and my identity and shit and my interest is not going to change as fast as trends do and hence i still wear these clothes and i'm happy about them um but yeah i I definitely agree dude my my younger self would look at me right now and be just really confused about what (laughs) went wrong but like I think, I think it's just, there's so much development that happens over time for the good or the bad, but like, just fucking it's no matter yeah, I how feel like, like, yeah,
1: whatever we did as a child, cause like, even when you were younger, I'm sure both of us at least would obviously have an opinion on what we were wearing, but mm. those, those sort of like rules of fashion that you decide for yourself, like they stick with you
0: yeah for me, I was never really into clothes. I actually didn't give a fuck about them for a long time, but what I really cared about was the way that things were designed. I would always have an opinion on art okay well art and and like uh, just other design. I'd always have an you know and and some comment about how this bottle was designed and how it could have been made better and then I'd go and construct my ideal water bottle out of Lego and how it would put like you know help me. And shit like that and just that process of you know tearing things down and rebuilding them and like adding my own spin to it and stuff like that allowed me to gain a much better understanding of like I feel like
1: I'm the same way but I could like enter a room and be like ew like why is this designed so badly and then in my mind I'll literally just be like changing all the interiors and like adding different design features and it's like, it's funny. I would never get bored that way. Like I can always just think of something to reimagine in my head.
0: Mm. I have a fun idea. Do you have any restaurants in Bombay that you would recommend? Because I, okay, and, and you can recommend this for any reason, but I have two in my mind uh, that I would recommend for solely the way the like... interior is designed.
1: Oh, um, no, I would always go for whatever reason. Cool.
0: Too too much sentimental value.
1: Um Fable as well, too much sentimental value. Yeah. I feel like now I just find myself with my friends landing up in both of those places constantly. But
0: that's the life. What about you? I recently went to this restaurant in Geo Mall called Saz. And it has quickly become like my family's favorite restaurant. Because it is dude, the food is so fucking okay. it's mouth watering and like i i i love the way the interior is designed it's you know you ever walk into a place and you're just like holy shit it's like i walked into a brand new country or i've walked into like a setting out of a movie or some shit like that because the yeah. interior is so good like it, it perfectly executes what they were trying to get that is one example and another place that i one second one second nenu hi i am making a podcast good night love you you want to come in like 15 20 minutes okay
1: bye
0: this is not a menstrual cup this is a measuring tape <laughs> this this is a funnel Oh, my God.
1: It reminds me, my friend and I, we just like, there's this competition called Technovation. And we had like the whole year essentially to make an app and submit it. But, you know, oh, kashali, but it's the deadline passed. So literally, there were four days left for the submission. And he made a whole app from scratch and a business plan for it. And we really clutched because it was due at 5.30 a.m. Indian time and we submitted it at like 5.27.
0: You're playing, dude. GG, man. Yesterday, I pulled through like four, five hours of work on bio and then sat and worked in school today and delivered what I would call a presentation I am somewhat proud of. And that is a dub in my book. Because I think it It actually went pretty
1: well. Of like the last minute submission. I remember when we had to do a personal project to just. So, personal project for those of you all who don't know, it's like this IB requirement, and you have like the whole year basically to work on a project that you choose. And obviously, you have to submit like documents and like a report for it and all. But the one I chose for some. I God even knows it was to make a documentary on neuromarketing. So the year goes by. Have I started working on this really big project? Absolutely not. There are there's probably like a week left, and that's where I'm like, oh,
0: joking, really. Now,
1: now I need to start. So I do, and uh, we had to do this experiment. So, uh, no, in my uh, documentary, I wanted to exclude include this experiment about like coke and pepsi you know like the blind taste test to show like Mm. how marketing influences consumer decisions so i like had people do that the results may or may not be authentic but yeah overnight overnight i produced a documentary and a presentation for it and i slayed
0: you slayed I will take your word for it.
1: I always slay.
0: Always slaying. Yes. (sighs) Uh, What else? It's fun. Oh, I bought something really, really cool. I bought a really cool t-shirt. It's been a long time since I bought like a basic, not basic, this is not basic at all. It was very cool. It's from this Japanese brand called Namesake. Um, and they're so sick. They basically intertwine American basketball, like the NBA and stuff, with mm. uh Japanese fashion. And like it's such a wild combination. And you're just like, how could this ever work? But bro, this t-shirt is gorgeous. It's like it's I don't even I'll I'll add a photo of it next to the next to the hang post today. Um, because I was in Singapore. You know?
1: When you said that yeah. this t-shirt is so cool, I just remember the most odd memory of us talking about how like jaywalking has like really cool t-shirts. A few days ago, um, I saw this like, like these, I, I don't want to say it because I feel like I'll give it away, but this Essentially, like a rip off jaywalking brand that, yeah, why do they all just have like the same font, the same graphics, like the same placement of stuff on the t shirt? Like, it's you're Man. not even trying to hide it anymore.
0: Oh, shit, I know exactly who you're talking about.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like some of those people are listening to this podcast, so just like nah, like, bro,
0: they'll never know because there are so many, there are so many people yeah. who copy. So it's like...
1: But it's I'm specifically targeted. Yeah, I you know,
0: know. I know who you're talking about. I know who you're talking about. <laughs> oh my God. Um, yeah, that's evil. Uh, Dude, did you know that... Okay, so I've noticed this trend in Bombay with like teenagers. Every like three months, someone makes some dumbass account called like Gossip Girl Bombay or some shit like that. And then they just post, like, seven slides of the most unhinged, exposed secrets that you've ever seen. Can you hear me?
1: Like, the account, yeah, and the account just disappears in, like, three days.
0: Yeah, Yeah. and the the post will be like, wait, am I cracking up? Can you hear me?
1: Yeah, I can hear you properly.
0: Okay, sorry. the post will be some shit like, oh, XYZ was caught doing cocaine in the school bathroom. (laughs) And I'm just like, bro, what? Like,
1: does I thought this was like,
0: going to be playful. Does your fun, school
1: have fun. those, like, Gossip Girl accounts?
0: No, we have moved past that. Thank God. Uh,
1: Yeah, now obviously no one's creating them. But, I like, even if you search it on Insta right now, you'll find so many of those, like, hey, girl, Gossip, gossip girls. Girl accounts. <laughs> and also from, like, 2016. But I remember when we were in, like, seventh or eighth grade, someone in our grade tried to, like, start one of those. And they, like, released a hit list of, like, who they're going to target. They're like, oh, "Oh, I'm going to (laughs) expose. And honestly, I was really enjoying it because finally, you know, someone has had the guts to do something like this. But later that day, they, like, some of the guys in our grade, they just, like, would have found out who it was because they created some trap for it and then they just checked whoever's phones like the notification went on oh
0: my god you're joking it was that easy to catch this person
1: it was embarrassing because who? You, know no,
0: wait, you gotta tell me who it was well after this
1: yeah I, i'm not gonna say it like right now but i'll tell you just
0: bit. say it i'll believe the name
1: oh it was <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh shit I mean yeah it's, it's a good bit of fun to have I, I once made like a meme page for my school when I was in like the seventh grade and it was it was actually kind of crazy I think I ended up getting like a hundred something followers which was actually a dub back in the day um, but dude yeah. I had to like sh- I had to shut it down because I was making the most vile commentary on some of the school's <laughs> decisions and, like, just, like, making fun of the assemblies and shit. And one day I just woke up and I was like, come on, man. You can't be doing this. And I also got a our message grade. from someone saying that they're going to complain about me. So, yeah.
1: Ew. Must Ew. have no friends. <laughs> That's
0: right. It is you.
1: Our grade has our own version of a meme account. One second. But.
0: Apologies, my mum came in to say good night and I gave her a hug. How sweet! Thank you.
1: Um, our whole like uh, most of our grade is trying to plan this strip to Alibag after exams. I heard, held.
0: I have heard,
1: and I mean, it started off with like a good exclusive guest list, now it's expanded a lot. But How many people? Now, have uh, wait. Like there are like 20 people
0: but it's it's equal right yeah huh. it's fun so it's I, gonna be fun it'll be yeah it's gonna it'll be, be the usual anyways. gang who we always hang out with
1: yeah uh <laughs> it's gonna be fun definitely just now that there are 20 people planning it becomes like a whole other challenge
0: oh fuck yeah and oh i my refuse God, I cannot to imagine take initiative that. WhatsApp GC going crazy. (laughs) It's literally
1: I haven't muted the chat because every five minutes something like borderline important happens. But people just like say anything. Like I was in math class (laughs) and my phone starts like vibrating right like a bunch, and I see and someone's put a picture of a math question that they want someone. You're fucking joking. (laughs) You're joking. (laughs) Oh Oh my god, that's
0: amazing. That's awesome. I hope I hope he got the answer that he was looking for.
1: Yeah, I was just like, why aren't you just using sign rule?
0: Who was this? Once again, <laughs> name will be removed. Who
1: was this? <laughs> <it? laughs> and then he was just like, can you find the perimeter of this shape? And everyone like was like, so I said, yeah, it's easy. Like you just have to use sign rules. Like, oh wow, very smart. But then everyone's like, "How do you do this?" And I was like, "I don't know. Like, I just." That's It's a new
0: it. feeling when you know what to do in math. It's like it's like it's, it's a, a rare so, like, moment, a new right universe, man. Yeah. It's a me, rare me, moment.
1: Everyone. Yeah, I'm not a math person. I'm a very, like, it's
0: a dark world out
1: here. Yeah. But if I had to pick like a math-related subject, I don't know how math-related this is, but math would be theoretical physics. I really like I'm. I always just watch like so many of those videos, and like if you ask Zara right now to like explain yeah. that whole phase I had with like the quantum, like um immortality and suicide, like paradox or whatever.
0: I had a I oh had a god. huge yes. obsession with it, <laughs> oh, and I would watch all these YouTube channels like Veritasium and fucking. <laughs> oh my all- god. You know exactly what I'm talking about, oh dude! No. Especially those YouTubers today, who make watching.
1: those like hour-long videos, especially those iceberg explained ones who are oh, different, like
0: something else, dude. So good.
1: Speaking of iceberg explained videos, I found this like fashion iceberg video from this oh. guy, this YouTuber called like Frugal Aesthetic, I think. But oh, frugal anyway.
0: aesthetic, bro. That's my that's my guy, dude. He was. Dude, I love I used to watch him, him so him much. In two thousand seventeen, and I still watch him today. Like
1: yeah, dude, as it. do I. Really like that's like I do not explain it, but that there's like serious fashion, and then there's like chill fashion that you enjoy, but like learn a lot at the same time.
0: Yeah, like dude, frugal aesthetic. I owe ten percent of my style today to this one man. Like he. He taught me and, and when I was in like seventh grade about proportions and about how height and weight changes how clothes look on your body and stuff like that. Dude, I, I respect, man. He saved me. But yeah, what video was it?
1: Um, No, he has a fashion iceberg video. He has like tons of like just entertaining like fashion content. It's really fun yeah. to watch.
0: Mm-hmm. Who are some other Speaking YouTubers? Of-
1: yeah, I was just gonna ask you, like, what's your like fashion guilty pleasure?
0: Fashion guilty pleasure? Oh boy! If I could say the yeah. actual answer, I would, <laughs> but I'm not going to say it. Um, there is this guy. Okay, I don't really have a fashion guilty pleasure, right? I don't? I guess like <clears throat> honestly, you'd be surprised. I don't watch a lot of fashion related stuff. I mostly just read a bunch of articles. Because I yeah. enjoy doing that. And I do a lot of stuff on Instagram, Pinterest, and Tumblr and such. Because, I mean, like, videos videos are long. And I can just read it and I get it faster. Um, but if I had to pick, like, a new-ish YouTuber who I think makes some good content. There is this guy called Fashion Elitist. He has, like, an Instagram page as well. Uh, but... I'm pulling up a video right now. He's got 6.8k subs and it's actually it's actually pretty good. I mean, it's good stuff. He has a good knowledge of clothes and finding one's style and timeless pieces. Yeah, and also, like in
1: terms of like educational fashion YouTubers,
0: the mm. fashion
1: archive is really good. Oh yeah. Bang. Um tre- education. Tre- always. Fucking
0: tre- is- tre- education, man. Oh my. <laughs> God, amazing.
1: And he who we do not name anymore.
0: Yeah, fucking that guy. Oh God, I don't want to talk about
1: this <laughs> Huh? So, oh my God, do you remember when we were trying to like verify if that like whatever rumor was true, and then we found that like absolutely illegal website, and oh it was just like a bunch God. of weird people posting like porn. It
0: was like 4chan, mm-hmm. but like eight. Like level 10, man, it was in. Oh, I never want to go
1: there.
0: Yeah, but you know, there's some future fantastic designer just lurking on that page right now, bro. Um,
1: for all we yeah,
0: know, 100%. Um, <clears throat> oh, shit, I had something very interesting. Oh, yes, okay. So, what is a trend that is like low key kind of old right now that's still going in a lot of places, but is in your eyes just like So bad.
1: Hmm. Um. Like a mainstream trend would probably be like mom jeans. I always see them for some reason, and it really just pisses me off now. Like enough.
0: Yeah, yeah. I am really, really sick of the whole like Playboy cardi, vamp, Rick Owens, Ramones. Uh,
1: Don't touch my wrath!
0: Oh my <laughs> god, dude! And like, lucky, and you know all that shit. Oh, I mean, like, yes, it's cool. Sure, I guess at one point it was something new. Uh, maybe three years ago, four years, five, ten, twenty years ago, but um, I guess like, it's just one of those things. Which is just like devalued by the people who are following these trends. When it's like, when you see some like Playboy Cardi mega fan wearing Ramones and going around saying, Oh, do you like my fake Converse? Ha-ha. <laughs> it's just like, bro, can you just shut up, please?
1: Like- you know, I tried to explain to someone what zero-knowledge proofs were with like Ramones and Converse ones, I remember. <laughs> that was my like emerging fashion and yeah that was really cool was a proud moment for me
0: dude where did i learn about zero knowledge proof um i think i was watching a youtube video where someone oh yeah i was watching this youtube video of this computer programmer teaching was it
1: oh my god oh my god was it it the same same video? video yeah and it was like that Indian like old guy who was like trying to explain it to like different ages
0: yes 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 that one
1: and the first example he used of like the picture so I was talking to someone and the zero knowledge proofs came up and I was trying to explain it to them and I was like today is my opportunity I'm gonna use (laughs) this Ramon and Converse example yeah
0: I mean, yeah, it's it's an old joke. It's boring. The style is dead. And yes, Ramones are cool. They're never going to stop being cool. But for the time being, if you are a self-proclaimed vamp, I think it's time to put away the waxed denim and Ramones just for now. Are you
1: the type of person who like enjoys watching those like album reviews but like in the sense where they like break down everything like all the beats they like this means this but like mm. where was it sampled from
0: yeah oh. yeah yeah of
1: course
0: yeah it's like another form of art appreciation no i mean music and visual art uh like paintings and shit are where i find the most symbolism like yeah or you know like fashion unfortunately it's rare to find a piece with really deep symbol um, but with art everything has a purpose at least if you're a good artist and also in music so I love looking at that stuff dude you did I ever tell night? you okay wait no, hold no. that for a sec you know you go ahead I will hold this for a second
1: you're gonna forget it please say
0: I'm gonna write it down in fact, I'm gonna keep it right in front of me. Okay, go ahead.
1: Well, who do you think is the best dressed like musical artist?
0: Oh. Best dressed musical artist. Um I don't know. Uh let me think.
1: I feel like I, I mean, always I have ask to say... these questions. And I have no yeah. answer. Like, if you asked it back to me, I'd have no answer. But anyway, yeah, because, dude, like,
0: <laughs> the unfortunate truth is that none of these celebrities by themselves are well-dressed. They just have money and a very, very good stylist. So, like,
1: yeah, you
0: know, um, I wouldn't really say that there is a very well-dressed celebrity, at least who dresses themselves. I guess Lil Uzi doesn't have a stylist, but he got some whack fits. Like... <laughs> You know, and he he makes sure we know that he doesn't have a stylist. It's in his Instagram bio. Um thanks, thanks for
1: letting
0: us know. Yeah. Gonna <laughs> did something. Gonna made this. He made an account for his Tom Brown dog bag. And it is the most fucking hilarious thing ever because he documents <laughs> carrying around this bag to like the met colour from the perspective of the dog. He is like a 30, what is he 30 years old let me see I'm gonna age this man is 28 and he's still like living the imaginary life of a dog in a bag and i think that is the greatest thing ever so if
1: i like was really like high on drugs i feel like he would absolutely do that
0: oh my god facts, dude you know honestly like not to sound like a <laughs> like a drainer but Echo 2K and Blade are very well dressed, especially Echo. I mean, he is—he's been setting trends for like ages. Uh, I used to be a, a, an Echo 2K hater in like 2019, but then something changed, and I started loving this new genre bending anti-fashion fucking fuck the trends all that shit and i like fell in love with a bunch of like his clothes he has a cool brand as well um if anybody does not know that but i we can we can have a whole new um podcast on musical influence on fashion because that's a cool topic Uh, yeah yeah. and I
1: feel like the starting point of that would be like Virgil and Kanye Mm -hmm. Um, years ago I feel like a few years ago I don't remember when I watched this like hour-long video on like this iceberg of Kanye Mm. West yeah and from there I was just like oh my god Um, yeah
0: and the whole Virgil, Kanye, Fendi internship shit all of that
1: the yeah, the designing the mm-hmm. like cover for the album was really it was a rabbit hole, honestly. But anyway, so knowledge just sticks with me now. In school also a few days ago, we were having the age-old Taylor versus Kanye debate. And as usual, everyone Listen, gets involved. If you,
0: if you if you have a clever thinking brain, then you know that there is no correct answer to this question. However,
1: absolutely.
0: If you are one to get in an argument, always go side Kanye because
1: See, my because point why not? <laughs> and my point is always gonna be the same. Kanye has had a bigger influence on culture than Taylor Swift. That's the only reason.
0: <laughs> that is a fucking hot take. Um, I I agree. He is the most influential like person. I was talking with some of my friends the other day about who we think is the most influential celebrity of the 2010s and on clothing. On clothing. Uh yeah. or just in general. In general, it goes to Kanye. On clothing, I don't know. But it could also be Kanye for both. Like, because the whole yeah. fucking easy oh my god, yeah, absolutely. It's Kanye for both. Um but you know in terms of like impact on culture, Taylor Swift had an army of 14-year-old white girls wearing exactly what she wore in, like, music videos and that stupid fucking beret cap that she used to wear. Um, And all that. I mean, like, I can't like she rocked it. See, the thing is,
1: I can't, like, ever have the argument of who is more talented because I like Taylor Swift music. I will continue to like Taylor Swift music. Like, she was a pillar of my childhood. Like, in Ooh, third wow. grade, we were like obsessing over like blank space and like shower oh, and so rude. Good. Those like oh, those man. are just some very nostalgic songs. But I would never like say that one is more talented than the other, because I mean, who decides that? But in terms of like culture and in terms of fashion, like Kanye versus just been more impactful. That is just.
0: Yeah, How I agree. Happened? That that's that's yeah. There's nobody who's better or worse, but in terms of impact on culture, it goes to Kanye for sure. But like, you uh,
1: always have these Taylor Swift fans being like, "Okay, but Taylor Swift is like a style icon," and I'm like, "Yeah, Oops.
0: I I wonder who we are talking about right now." exactly. I can't, can't
1: remember his about.
0: or her name. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, um. Yeah, do. they are definitely not going to listen this far into the podcast, so they will have no clue. But what I was going to say, which I kept in front of me, is I visited the Margiela, uh perfume store in Singapore, because there was no oh actual God, Margiela store. And they did something really cool. So obviously they have this line of, um, you know, cologne and stuff called Replica, um, mm-hmm. which was an old favorite of mine. But I went to the store in pursuit of a new cologne because you know there's like for me there's a there's a few brands of cologne and perfume that I can really count on, and like Marjala's always been one of them. But um, because surprisingly. This is not even that expensive as far as colognes go. And then to have something with the thought process of Margella in it for a decent price is like, okay, you know. But they do a really, really, really cool thing at the store. So the bottles themselves, basically, so replica perfume is essentially like um, Margella takes moments in time and replicates the smell and like the vibe and the feeling of that moment within a scent. And so the one I used for the longest time was called Jazz Club. And the fragrance description, I believe, was heady cocktails and cigars. Then there's also another one just super popular called By the Fireplace. Then there's music festival. Then there's like flower garden and like matcha tea and shit like that. Or like coffee in the morning and stuff in these certain moments of time. And it's so well done and they did this thing at the store where you could pick any the scents and customize the label so i almost i didn't have enough time but i almost bought a new cologne which reminded me of like a moment of like my time in bombay and then i got to pick which scent to align with that and then i got basically my own customized oh cologne. my god so, i
1: would love to do that honestly. It's, it's
0: awesome that's awesome and um, the store clerk was like super hyped about it as well, which is another <laughs> thing I love about fashion. Man, everybody in the fashion industry loves what they're doing. If, if you're a designer, if you're like a sales rep, if you're a fashion buyer, anything, everybody loves you. Just what
1: find doing. someone who like knows like something similar to you. That's and when the conversation starts, oh my mm. god, it's like the best feeling, yeah. And then Speaking age of perfume, doesn't matter, or
0: nothing, it's
1: yeah. yeah, like you're just like. Fashion is, like, the only important thing at that present time.
0: <laughs> yeah, about um, yes, speaking of perfume.
1: Yeah, did you see the Martin Marshall art exhibit? Like, the thing that he did, I forgot what it was called because I didn't, like, see it properly, but there was, like, this thing with the deodorant, and that was supposed to be, like, the main piece of, like, the exhibition. But obviously, you know, knowing Marjala, like, it wasn't going to be anywhere. But when you leave the exhibition and, like, you know, like, you have those, like, tourist stores where you can just buy, like, gift shops. Honestly. Gift shops, yeah. That's where, like, you could buy the deodorant. And, like, so the deodorant, it was, like, you take pictures of it. And there were just these huge posters of these deodorants. And the so the ingredient list had like obviously weird stuff written on it because mm. what do you expect but
0: yeah
1: i feel like i'm not doing justice to this right now because i don't remember all of the details no, but
0: i know what you're talking about yeah
1: i will send you the article also speaking of perfumes i wanted to say i just kind of forgot the perfume i use every day i don't know what the name of it is but it's like the assiniaki one really Ooh. suck the bottle nice. is really cool it just looks really pretty
0: yeah i always respect a good bottle of anything and i'm not going to expand on that but um yeah i think that's when like the i <laughs> 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 just got it first it <laughs> i like, uh, zoned
1: out for a second i was like oh my god but yeah the, yeah
0: like the you know like this bottle of
1: Real
0: Hello? sitting
1: next Real. to you. It's re- what did you say? Real. That's an no most encrypted priority. way I can leave it. If you figure it out, you figure it out. Uh, now. But...
0: Real. Oh my fucking God, bro. I was sending it in the chat.
1: <laughs> absolutely.
0: I just got down. Oh, absolutely. Oh. You know what we should talk about next time? What? Bath products we use. (laughs) Isn't that really bad? (laughs) Because, you know, the everyday fashion man or woman likes to adorn themselves with good things even in the bath. And so I think it's important to have good quality bathing things
1: someone got me this like itar from dubai and it's like the oh. best thing in the whole world yeah. it sounds so nice
0: yeah right you know i used to be that kid who had like super clear skin and would just use like four in one shampoo on my whole body oh, oh that's no. like
1: a red flag honestly yeah it's dude. a red oh flag if you know God. anyone who does that stop talking to them
0: you know what? If it works, then it works. But it, it stopped. No, it should. It shouldn't
1: work. It shouldn't work.
0: I think you might be. And jealous. also,
1: if you know, <laughs> I'm extremely jealous. <laughs> and also, because like it's always that way with guys. For some reason, like you could literally use like the pocha ka kapda and wipe it Holy on your face. <laughs> like <Yes>. nothing <laughs> is gonna happen.
0: Oh my god, yeah. Uh, you know what it is. It's. All in genetic luck, and people get mad at us for for being clever about saving soap Anyone and saving money.
1: Four and one, then just introduce them to some skincare.
0: <laughs> Why, I, dude? I I would give anything to be back at that stage where I could just be. Okay, no, that's not true. I like I like being clean. <laughs> <laughs> okay, to end it off. What are some things, what are some trends you are excited to wear in the summer?
1: Oh, um, not a trend, but I'm really looking forward to wear a bunch of original pieces designed and created by Rani this summer. What about you?
0: Very good. Me too. I am also looking forward to wearing original pieces designed by Karambi Khanna. And I am. Yeah, I mean, I don't have a lot of clothes that I have made by myself because, like, I have not gotten to the point where I'm, like, ready to make stuff that I would be happy to wear just, like, on an everyday basis versus stuff that's, like, a one-time wear and keep type clothes. Um, But I have been... I mean, I have that one thing coming soon, which I'm excited to wear. I am also very excited to bust out the shorts because i haven't worn i mean I, if you know me i wear shorts to school and then you will never see me wearing shorts outside of school and so yeah, i'm very excited to wear shorts those I, I i love i love shorts okay i think i'm talking too much about shorts uh i mean the summer is a difficult time to wear super nice clothes because of the fact that it is hot af and so
1: already so hot in mumbai and the thing is a lot of my style like relies on layering yeah me too like it just melt like it's not fun (laughs) yeah so i but i I, I don't see i don't like make a lot of clothes from scratch i just like i'll find something in my closet and be like what is this and then cut it up and create it into something that's like wearable um that day I posted this of my spam but I don't think you can tell in the picture. I made these like arm length gloves that go all the way to your shoulder and it's like the most inconvenient thing ever because it's not going to stay up obviously and if you like try to do anything to like keep it up, it's <laughs> that's no,
0: no.
1: Um it's It really just it ruins the aesthetic of it. So I wore it when I went out but Only for a bit that I have to take her off.
0: Okay, man. Fashion, fashion is not always comfortable, and that's okay.
1: Yeah, you know, you have to endure the pain for the outfits.
0: That's so sad, man. Like, it's so unfortunate that that is the case. You know what? I have been. Okay, no, we are talking too much now, bro. (laughs) Yeah. Should we end it?
1: It's a very poetic way to end this. So I hope you all enjoyed it. We will be back maybe in under three months.